0: What's up, friends? Today, I'm going to do my best to cover this very controversial topic. Yes, we are. We are going there, my friends. Should you do business with non Christians and non believers? And this can be related to you working with someone, this can be someone working with you, or anything in between. And this is a question that I get asked in my community a lot. This is something that I've gone through myself. In some cases, I have. In some cases, I haven't. But it's really something that um, I hope I can help lead you a little bit in, in making a hard decision that truly can only be between you and the Lord and, of course, scripture. But here's what I've done. And maybe this can give you guidance as well. Hey, friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media Go refill your iced coffee, because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level, with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. I know as a Christian in the business space, it can be really difficult. It often seems like the enemy is constantly attacking, that we are facing spiritual warfare from every angle of our lives. Here we are, trying to be steadfast in the call that we have, but battling all the while with not falling prey to the world's way, not giving in to temptation, and staying true to who God says we are so that we can serve in the way that he's calling us to do so. I have a free gift for you. If you've never downloaded my seven-step spiritual battle plan, please, friend, head on over to stephaniegass.com slash and download this workbook. This is going to take you on a journey through Psalms chapter 18, where you will learn how to defeat enemy strongholds and spiritual spiritual warfare with God. This is something that God showed to me in uh one of the hardest recent seasons of my life, and he asked me to share it with all of you. So I pray that this just blesses you and encourages you and it gives you what you need to walk through to the next victory stephaniegascom battle plan all right let's do this so i'm gonna start this conversation off by telling you that there is no right or wrong answer here except the answer that god gives you okay so i am not going to say with definity that no you should never work with a non-christian or a non-believer i'm also not going to say that yes you should always work with non-believers and non-christians because i really do think that There's discernment and there are certain cases and situations that are going to look very different from one another, which brings me to number one. The first thing that you want to consider here is to seek God's guidance each and every time. Um, You know, looking at my own life, I have worked with Christians in either a coaching capacity or a client capacity. And the Christians ended up not being the most beneficial relationship for me, whether it was that they didn't have, um, you know, a heart of Christ at at the end of it all, but they wore a Christian label, whether it was that our morals were not equally yoked, they had a lot of judgment or whatnot, it doesn't matter. That ended up not being right. I've also worked with some unbelievers, even in a coach capacity, even in um, in my clients that I've worked with in the past, who ended up blessing me beyond measure, who I ended up sometimes even leading them to Jesus. And so if I hadn't worked with those people, could that have happened? Now, in contrast, I've also worked with non-believers who I ended up having to part ways with because I was so morally convicted that I could not be yoked with this person in the work that they were doing, which I think when we look to scripture, we see in Deuteronomy 22.10 when Paul is cautioning us about working with non-believers and he he has this reference to um, in Deuteronomy 22.10, you shall not plow with an ox and a donkey yoked together. I mean these two different powerhouse animals are running in two separate directions and so somebody is going to drag the other person or the other animal right straight into the mud and (laughs) like it's not going to be a good situation. So when you look at being yoked, with someone. I think we we kind of have to take this this reference of like if I'm going to help someone do something in the world that I'm not yoked up with, you know, like I'm not here for it. It's not biblical biblical for me. It's not morally aligned for me. Like I'm not going to be able to be yoked with you, but I will still love you. And I think that is the pure and true heart of a Christian is loving Everyone, no matter whether we choose to work with them or not, but kind of going through that heightened discernment test of like, if I work with this person, whether as a client or as a coach or whatever, take their courses, is it something that I am able to either bless them or glean from them without having to be yoked to something that I as a believer cannot stand behind or cannot help that message grow, right? So I have a pretty firm line as far as like I don't have people on my on my show that promote the new age. It doesn't mean that I don't – Some I have friends who are in the new age and I love those people. And sometimes they've even blessed me with incredible business. Like, oh man, you should try this thing. Like they're still – They're still God's children, and we still have to love them, and they still have value. Just because they have been led astray does not mean that we turn our backs on them. It just doesn't mean that I'm going to partner with one of them to help them grow their new age philosophy. Do you see the difference here? So don't turn your back on people that come knocking or that you feel led to partner with in certain ways. Just be discerning over how you are partnering with them, but ensuring that all the while you are still loving them. The greatest commandment is to love God, and the second is to love your neighbor, love each other, love people. And, you know, the Lord doesn't put a disclaimer on it. Only love them if they're a Christian. So we've got that super clear here in this conversation. We are to love people, but we don't always have to work with people. So I wanted to make sure that that is really super clear. I have friends who are non-believers. I have lots of family members who are not Christian. I've had clients who are not and I've even worked with people who are not and it's it's been absolutely still a blessing in my life and I hope in their life and that seeds have been planted but I don't always work with them in a yoke up capacity. Okay, so I wanted to really differentiate that. Now, for you, let's say that you are considering working with a non-Christian. The first thing I want you to do is seek God's guidance. And how do we seek God's guidance? We need to turn to him. We need to create that quiet time and space so we can hear from him. And we need to ask him. And of course, we need to seek the truth in all things, which is God's word and god has lots in his word there are lots of different examples of his sons and daughters either being told not to work or be yoked up with a certain christian or to go ahead and move forward and there's been blessing through that relationship one of those examples is with esther god called esther into the harem of the king and she ultimately was chosen to be his queen and this is talk about being unequally yoked. Now, thankfully, she had her cousin Mordecai who was checking her. This is why it's important to have wise counsel in your corner if you are working with or sometimes even finding yourself yoked with a non believer in your work or even in your life, having that wise counsel to continue to keep you grounded in, in Bible and in scripture and in your choices. But Esther. Eventually, used this relationship with a non-believer to create massive change for the kingdom of God. In the end, her belief in the Lord and in who she, whose she was, proved to be so much stronger than her yoking or being, um, you know, with this king. And so I think this this lesson that you can glean from this is just asking yourself if you are going to be working with a non-Christian and you do feel that God's placed his blessing on that, being sure that you are spiritually mature enough to say no when you are called on to violate your moral compass or your biblical beliefs and being sure that at the end of the day, no matter who you're in business partnership with or who your clients are, that you are yoked to the one and only king, the one and only Jesus Christ, and that nothing will allow you to falter from that. So this comes back to something I just said, spiritual maturity. I think there have been points in my life where I would not have been able to work with certain non-believers because of their, their, I mean, their positioning, really, like being super successful you know, having all of these incredible connections, and so I would have been—it would have been difficult for me to hold my moral compass and my footing, and not get lost in who in this person's fame or glitter or glamour. And kind of that would have been bad for me at certain points in my life as an entrepreneur. And so I, I should have should have at that time, and hope, thankfully did say no to doing certain things with certain people. However, now I am extremely spiritually mature. I am very comfortable being in a room of people who are not believers and just being very grounded in who I am and just showing love. I don't need to come in swinging and slapping people with the Bible. I just have to be a beacon of light and allow God to work his magic and majesty in that room to open doors for me to plant seeds of truth in other people's hearts and I'm okay with that now and I'm more open to those opportunities than I could have been in the past because of my spiritual maturity. So just be discerning about where you are in your walk with Christ. Obviously if you've just come out of anything like new age or or a cult or whatever maybe like a deep religious hurt that may not be the best time for you to work with other non-believers. You're going to love them, of course, but maybe it's not the best time to join a group of non-believing mastermind business owners. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not the best time to take on clients who are not aligned with your um, your beliefs just at this point in time, and maybe God will bless that later. But you have to know where you are spiritually. Now, if you have you're in a deep walk with Christ and you know him super intimately and you're in conversation with him and he asks you to work with a certain person, do it. God has a reason for planting you in a certain room. God has a reason for allowing this client to knock on your door that maybe you're like, really God? If God's blessed it, you should have 100% do it. Now, the last thing I want to say on this topic is There is a very clear distinction between loving and being led. So please do be mindful and careful if you do find yourself in a situation where you are working with a non believer or a non Christian and you're loving them because we're called to love and we're called to be a light and you're doing that. And all of a sudden, you find yourself being led. I think right there, that's when we pause, we stop, and we start this process all over again. We take it back to the Lord and we seek his guidance again. We vet our spiritual maturity. We take a look at what scripture says. And then we also listen to our discernment alarms. For me, um, in the past, I have joined certain you know business, networking stuff or whatnot. And I felt the Lord had blessed this thing and I joined it. And it was full of non-believers who were very into, um, you know, the New Age and all of those philosophies. And for me, you know, that is not biblical at all. And it's it's very, you know, it's full of um, self and false teachings. And so I was fine in that room for a while until my discernment alarm started going off in my Loving people had turned into just a whole lot of ick. And I felt like I could not be there because I couldn't not say something about the way that these people were showing up in the world without causing division and being hurtful. So at that point, I decided to leave and it was fine. Everything was fine. God will always help you. He will always protect you, right? There is no temptation that will be placed before you that you will not have the strength to overcome 1 Corinthians 10, 13, right? So at the end of the day, should you work with non-Christians? Maybe. (laughs) Sometimes yes and sometimes no. And this is going to be something that you take up with God that depends on where you are in your personal walk with Christ. And it's something that at some times you're just going to have to trial and error. And it's, it's something that you're going to... Look to scripture for, look to God for, look to your discernment for, and do the yoke test. Not as in crack an egg, but as in, am I an ox and this person, a donkey, and are we going to completely butt heads in the truth that we are bringing to the world? That may not be the best fit, you know what I'm saying? So I hope this blessed you. I hope this helped you. And at the end of the day, I hope this encouraged you to stand strong in love As a Christian, no matter who you come into contact with, you never know who that person could truly be, but you do know whose that person is. And you may be the light in their life that they didn't know they had secretly been praying for. I hope that this helped you and I hope it encouraged you and blessed you. I'll meet you back right here on Monday where we have something super special going on, super exciting, and I cannot wait for you to be able to take advantage of some special that we have coming your way. Stay tuned. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.